It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Uh, lots of stuff going on here at Millburgers today besides the uh, the great pumpkin patch, the maze. Lots of people here. I thought maybe with the chilly weather would they be impacted, but nope. Lots of people out here having a good time. Uh, GVST is out here. They're answering questions. The uh, uh, If you have any and talking about different plants, doing a promotion, I think, on the... Muy grande, is that right? Right. And uh, uh, hibiscus. hibiscus, yeah, so they're doing that, so you can come by and visit with them. The South Texas Blood and Tissue Center is here today uh, until at least 2. Uh, and uh, I need to find out for sure. I know they preferred you um, register in person, but I'm not sure that was a demand. So um, you still may be able to go online and register, but... Uh, Otherwise, uh, just come on out and try because uh, they're in a situation where they need blood, and uh, it seems uh, unlikely they would reject you. So, uh, but but they got to stay safe and uh, keep protocols. So that's the only reason I think that they might. But uh, anyway, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It's currently. 60 degrees out there under Is that gray, why Calvin's got his uh, coat on? Yeah, you're the only one that's dressed like it was last weekend. <laughs> well, I got a sweatshirt on with sleeves rolled up. Jerry's in his uh, short sleeve shirt. Yeah, normally that's me. I'm surprised you didn't wear shorts today. Well, <laughs> I, I should have gotten my coat on the, on the way over here when I had to turn the heater on in the car. Oh, that's when you said maybe I've made a mistake. And they say it's going to get even colder by Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, I have the weather forecast up here. I, I can go look real quick. Yeah, it's uh, supposed to be. Let's see. Uh, I think it'll, it might have a light frost in the hill country. Yeah, uh, Monday night the low is 50 degrees. We need some rain. We need some rain too. Tuesday, fifty yeah. percent uh, chance of showers. Uh, Wednesday, Tuesday night, Tuesday, Monday is forty percent, thirty percent chance of showers. Monday day. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and then uh, what's the low on Wednesday? The low on Wednesday. They don't tell me that. Hang on. The low Wednesday night is around forty-nine degrees. Yeah, for San Antonio. Yeah. So that's uh, a little bit cooler in the hill country. Okay. But uh, I, I don't think people need to worry about a freeze. But, uh, but they need to worry about being chilly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could be turn up. I, uh, last, last night, so when that, uh, well, yesterday afternoon, when that cold front, uh, that first cool front came through, uh, with the wind, I opened the back door, and me and my little puppy dog sat in the chair recliner and let the cool wind blow in the back door. Oh. I hadn't been able to do that in a little nice, while. Nice, yeah. But uh, Calvin's article to, in today's paper 
It's right on time. You know, usually he he waits till uh, before or after <laughs> the first cool cook comes through, but he got this one right on the money. They've got a beautiful picture of snapdragons and stocks. Uh-oh. This is sad. Does he mention zinnias? Yes. He does not. Yes, <laughs> he, he didn't. I don't get. I don't get. He wrote the script uh, for this picture. It says no. Snapdragon and Stocks are the main Zinnia replacements. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. In nah, the no. cut, in the cut flower garden. It's it's taken from the text, so I did write it. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. I wondered why they did that. Do we have stocks yet? I'm eager to get stocks. No, after, after have, last year. We, we okay. Don't, we don't have them here yet, but uh, I think I think they're kind of like pansies. They're temperature dependent by, yeah. from the growers. Well, now, yeah, the growers are getting. It's getting harder and harder. The growers are. I guess it's difficult to grow stocks, so they. Yeah. And. Uh, and they they take. They take longer than the pansies or something like that. But uh, I tell you what, uh, this picture that's in the paper today with your article, uh, they could have gotten a better picture of snapdragons if they'd have come to Millburg. Did you see those snapdragons on that on that last table uh, coming in there up yeah. there by the checkout ca- uh, counter? That thing is solid. I've never seen that many blooms on on plants as there's on those snapdragons. And the, the guy came out here a while ago with a wagon full of uh, hanging baskets, uh, snapdragons. I've not seen that. They, they're using the little ones, you know, the dwarf snapdragons oh, yeah. that they have now. And uh, they were just solid blooms. Well, that, yeah, that is a, it's a, there's a pressure to, to use less and less of those larger snapdragons. You know, I'm always complaining yeah. about the, the lack of rocket <laughs> snapdragons. The Millburgers had rockets this earlier in, in the uh, month, and uh, they were booming up a storm, too. So, uh, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't think of uh, snapdragons as a as a container plant. Oh, with, yeah, with, yeah, with little the, ones. Yeah, with the growth regulators and the smaller growing types, uh, they they look good in those hanging baskets. Oh, yeah. And so you could set those around and have have it ready for Halloween and things like that. And of course, I think we still got pumpkins. You oh, see pumpkins yeah. over there? I see plenty of them. Okay. And but they're they're finding homes. People are adopting them. <laughs> pumpkins and kids. Yep, they're <laughs> going together well here at the nursery. They've got they've got some large uh, uh, ornamental kale, cabbage, calendulas, and this I've never heard of this plant, cyclamen. Yeah, they have cyclamen. a few of them. Calvin. I know. Right. Have you? Are you ready? I'm, to? I'm disappointed in you. Let letting these people get get their cyclamen before you do. Oh no, they haven't. <laughs> you, you missed it. I got a. I oh, got a, you got some. I got a huge, huge, huge uh, purchase uh, this oh, week. Okay. Well, 
I just uh, and then, and then we I, put them on sale, I guess. And then I uh, just got uh, you know, of course, J- Judy likes her favorite thing for her uh, containers on the patio is the viola. viola. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And Johnny jump ups has a has, yeah. They got such good. They got new, different colors in yeah. those things now. And uh, so I had to get a flat of those, and but I got. Uh, more than a flat of uh, cyclamen uh, <laughs> this week. Did you get those uh, 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 small plants, uh, small flowered, uh, they're solid purple? Uh, and then they've got some that are have a bicolor, two colors yeah, on the flower. No, I, got my fa- I got my favorite color, the purple. Yeah. And yeah. All, all the same, uh, they, they look good. Look good, and uh, I've had such good luck luck with them that I just went with them again. Yeah, have and you have you had them reseed? No, yours have never reseed. No, the the original one that they had on the market, it was that bicolor one. Yeah, uh, it readily receded mm. everywhere. You know, though. But I, I think that they've hybridized it to the point that it's probably sterile seed. Yeah, what they I have had them do. If you after you uh, get through with using them outside and it's getting warm in the spring, you can take them inside, and they'll they'll grow. I mean, they they'll bloom forever the inside if you up? give them a little uh, eastern sun yeah. or a little bit of a little bit of sun, and uh, just uh, just remi- <laughs> reminds me of uh, oh the. Vi- the violets. What are those? Uh, yeah, uh, the uh, uh, the pa- uh, vi- vi- violas. Don't they call them? No. Uh, oh, something violets. The ones that are real easy. African to- violets. African violets. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. Uh, next African violets. They're one of the easiest things to grow and bloom inside. Oh, inside. Oh, that's kind of cool. And they probably they probably bloom better. Than African violets uh, in less sun. You know, uh, uh, one of the main questions we get is from people is why doesn't my African violet rebloom? When they got it, it was in full bloom. But uh, but now it uh, now it won't rebloom again. Yeah, they're 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 a nice plant. Of course, they're unbelievable. And Jerry's teasing and Milton teasing about the the color because you can you cannot overlook no. cyclamen. Yeah, they're they look. In fact, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think the cool weather makes them look more brilliant. Yeah. I don't know why. But. Well, and there's uh, I mentioned the the purple, then there's lilac. There's of course the oh, intense yeah. white and the red, pinks, a uh, whole bunch of variations on that. Uh, on that purple lilac uh, colors too. Wow, they got. It looks like they got replenished on the white and the red. Over yeah, there. I think they they may have got yeah, some Tra- more. Yeah, Trace was saying that the white was in short supply this year. He's got plenty, but yeah, yeah. it's just, it's hard hard to uh, ma- not use white when you got one of the other colors. It makes him all, it look so so more spectacular. Yeah. Well, how did the uh, the virtual 
It did it went well. Tour go, yeah, the um, conservation tour, right? The, yeah, right. Yeah. G- uh, GVST. Yeah. Guys were hosting it today with Mark Peterson. Yeah. It looked like it went well. Uh, yeah, well, it was an experiment. It was new. Um, I guess they were uh, they were happy with it. Oh, yeah. They seemed yeah. to be. People were smiling. Nobody yeah. was yelling. <laughs> Nobody was crying. Uh, but of course, you always, when you introduce a new way to communicate, and especially electronic, you know, every time somebody opened the door, every time somebody came in with their, their phone ringing. And, no. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, it was uh, quite a challenge for the uh, technical people. <laughs> but it worked out good. Just a new, just another way to reach people that are trying to stay safe at home. Well, then, the other thing, too, is the positive side of it is it's going to last forever. So if you couldn't, and hopefully that's the positive side. So if you couldn't attend, you can still watch it yeah. and still see the interviews and and hear the commentary and stuff like that, which is good. You would have loved it, Milton. There were all these people behind their instruments pointing at us. and <laughs> I, I think that means who's who's next. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> because I ignored them. That's like good. I do you, Milton. Yeah, you, I've, I've learned there's no point in pointing. Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and as, as uh, one thing that you said that, I, I take issue with is that you said that it lasts forever. Right. Well, I've, I've seen you lose programs uh, within the week that we've ever caught. <laughs> well, assuming they don't lose it, it, it could, <laughs> it'll be people will be able to view it throughout the year. Oh, okay. So, or, or longer. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, like I said, uh, I, I'm a big believer in the ornamental kale, cabbage. Well, basically the ornamental kale, because they've got some some kale out here that are, I've never seen before. I mean, different colors and everything else. They used to be just one kind of standard kale, ornamental kale. And then, of course, they've got the uh, the uh, the uh, yeah edible kale. My mouth my mouth won't even say edible kale. But uh, they got some specifically for the people that put them in their smoothies mm-hmm. and things like that. But uh, or they well they've they've learned yeah. uh, like uh, the the restaurants and buffets and things they've learned how to what to mix kale with to have it uh, taste real good you know yeah and so. of course they got did you see the spinach they got out there no I didn't see spinach it. spinach transplants just beautiful huh. That's uh, that, uh, they must have started them back in the no man's land when they when it was so hot because they these are are large plants. Huh. Yeah, it's so time. I takes, guess it takes them a while. If the way yeah, if the weather cooperates uh, with us, you this would be a good time to get oh, them in the ground. Oh, be perfect, especially with the cool weather coming in. But. Uh, Anyway, Calvin says, when you're ready to shift to cool weather annuals, snapdragons, and stocks are the main zinnia. Replacement. He had to mention the zinnia. I think Calvin is actually working on a winter zinnia. (laughs) (laughs) Behind the scenes, he's got his crews working on it. Oh, but my my zinnias, uh, you know, I was trying to determine what 
how how what time you had to get them planted to have a good bloom period and i was you know i was thinking that the takes you about 60 days well actually it only took about uh 40 days and mine are booming up the storm the butterflies are are filling them up and you had rockets I, no i actually didn't i had a uh it says liberty and rockets produce the colorful co- co- colorful cut flowers i've got some i've got some rockets but my main re at reseeding garden was just the uh oh seeded uh Oh, California Giants. You seeded it? Yeah, yeah. well, they just dropped their seed. Oh, okay. I didn't do a... Natural seeding. Yeah, and that was uh, special because they are so thick that there's really no weeds in there, which is uh, is nice because all all there are is uh, uh, zinnia blooms. Now, of course, if the, the weather, I guess the... Milton gave us a forecast that yeah. if the forecast continues that way, the zinnias will continue to bloom and do fine. Yeah. But at some point, there'll be a a 35-degree day or something, and then we'll then we'll really have to switch to snapdragons and stock and alyssum and dianthus uh, and, of course, and, of course, pansies. Yeah. No. Pansies really are. I know. Really a nice show. Yeah, Jerry said the pansies look great the other day, too. Oh, they still do. Yeah, good. Looking good. All right, we're going to take a quick break, so don't go anywhere. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Verde Road. Come by and visit with us today. Uh, get out of that house and come by and say hello. Uh, it's gonna. It's a nice day here at the nursery, 1604 on Road. Back in a moment on 938 a.m. Answer sad to say Al's gonna play music for Jerry Jeff Walker who passed away this morning. Oh, news, no. came, news came out this morning. Yeah. That's sad. So Jerry Jeff Walker. Yes. Yeah, one year one of the Lukenbach folks. Uh-huh. And then ran with the outlaws. Yeah, he was uh, yeah, he was an outlaw for a while and now he's kinda of <laughs> popular. Tame, yeah. yeah. So Anyway, 210-308-8867 is our number. Is that happened to us as we've gotten older, too? Sherry and I. <laughs> Y'all used to be outlaws, and uh, <laughs> yeah. now you're mainstream. Now, now, now we're just gardeners. Yeah. yeah, I went to one of his concerts oh, up, in, cool. up in Lukenbach. Oh, that must have been wonderful. Jeremy and I did, back when Jeremy was smaller. And uh, I always tried to get Jeremy's picture with the uh, with the sele- with the person that we were listening to, yeah, and that guy came out and uh, he he was outside uh, getting ready to go go on his show, and uh, I took I took his picture with Jeremy and he was the nicest guy about taking his picture. Wow, that's cool. I would say, okay, get that get that stupid look off your face because, and then I say. 
Oh, yeah, I see. You can't get that stupid look out of here. He fell out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, some some people didn't laugh at that. Oh. But uh, but anyway, he was, he was a nice guy. That's neat. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Hey, uh, I want to talk to you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control before we get back to the show. Uh, if you've got things that are bugging you, if you're hearing uh, noises in the attic that aren't supposed to be there, if things are running around, um, if uh, even, well, I don't know, we are going to get rain, but with the cooler temperatures, mosquitoes may not be an issue. But if they are, uh, at any time, you know, you can call Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Warren, Remy, and the gang have been doing this since 1976. They're going to take a holistic approach by seeing what's causing the problem and not only treating the issue, but also making sure uh, that uh, you're protected, that they don't come back. And that's how I first actually uh, got hold of Warren. Was a, a restaurant owner was having trouble uh, with bats. They had, they had treated, they had killed them, they came back, they came back, they came back. And finally, she called Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control, and he fixed the issue. Uh, all right, so you can give him a call, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or go SpidermanPest.com for Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Trace is on the porch. We need all music right. for you, Trace. We still don't have any Trace music. Yet. Actually, I'm not on the porch. That's true. You're not. You're leaning on it, kind of. I am. I'm Partially on the You're por- <laughs> partially porching it. Well, what's going on, Trace? Good to see the blood drive. Uh, I've seen some people. Yeah, they they uh, they were able to take a couple of walk-ins for a few people that didn't Good. show up, but they had. Uh, I think she told me seventy-seven or seventy-eight people sign up. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful! And they wish they'd been able to get another bus. There were no. so many people, so uh, that's my understanding why they can't do very many walk-ons. Good. Well, that's great. That's, oh well, that's a shame they can't, but because I, I know they'd love to. Uh, they're, they're, uh, the bus so, and bodies were elsewhere. And did the... Hopefully, uh, all, hopefully also taking blood. Yeah. Did they, uh, the birdhouse person show? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they've all been given out. I'm pretty sure they have. Yeah, they started at 10, so I so, imagine uh, they have by now. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so we have this uh, this gentleman that, that shops here, and uh, he makes things out of license plates, old Texas license plates. Huh. So he's figured out a way to turn them into bird houses, bat houses, butterfly <laughs> houses. Uh, he made a couple of little portraits of the state of Texas, and they're cut up in the state of Texas. And uh, he's, a, he's a great guy, and uh, and he never wants any money. He he'll charge us for some of these things, right? But but he doesn't keep the money. He donates it to the hungry. Yeah. So whether it's uh, the food bank or one of the homeless shelters, he keeps none of the proceeds. We got to show him some love. You'll have to see if he'll come on the show, and so we can we can talk a little bit about uh, it. He's probably listening. Uh oh. All right. And you said we went you said on the y'all, show. Y'all sell some of his items. Yes, then. we do sell some of his items. Oh okay. yeah, we saw him last year. Trace yep. brought him up. That'd be a nice Christmas gift. It, it would. would. And I'm I'm thinking this uh, these little. Uh, placard things that he made with the state of Texas uh, mm-hmm. are, are pretty cool, and they're only fifty bucks. Okay. So, uh, what's his first inter- name? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I barely remember your first name. Uh, I know. I'm, yeah, Frank. I barely remember your first name. Did you uh, finish your story about he doesn't keep the money? I think I did. Yeah. So he he don't he donates all of the proceeds uh, to the hungry. Okay. Look how hungry Jerry is. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm pretty hungry, Trace. Well, there's no Biller Miller coupons. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, it's, well I'm he, glad the blood drive. Seventy-seven is good. Jerry and donate it to him for a jacket. <laughs> I noticed that this morning. Yeah. Although I'm getting a little on the warm side, I might be taking my. Yeah, no, it's, it's getting up there. It's going to be in the low seventies, I think, today. Yeah. Um, and well, cooler next week. You know, we would have been happy with seventy-seven people on a good day without all this. Right. So 77 is terrific. Really yeah. a perfect day to shop. Yep. Oh, yeah. Great, great day to pumpkin shop. And as we talked about last week, there's a pumpkin shortage. <laughs> oh, so no. I think I got maybe 100 left. But there's a pumpkin shortage because you sold all the pumpkins in the state earlier. It feels that way. <laughs> it really does. Especially and the little ones. Historically, we'd bring in five pallets at a, at a time after the big load. And uh, we were bringing ten at a time after the big load. <laughs> so I think I think we've come close to doubling the amount of pumpkins we normally sell. I don't guess there's any way you can figure up how many of those little ones you sold, Ken. Not not a chance. <laughs> a lot. Because, I mean, we're going to leave it at a lot. Every small child <laughs> that came in the nursery walked out with one of those small. Well, pumpkins. you know, I systematically put them where I know that's yeah. going to happen. Is that right? Yeah. It's hard for parents to wheel their, oh, their wagons yeah. anywhere past the without without passing the little baby pumpkins. Trace and, and they're only two dollars, so it's like a yeah, a, a, you know, it's an easy way to keep them from yeah. And what I like is occupied. I guess they pick them up when they first come in. They talk about the children. They pick them up when they first come in, and they hold them. All the time that they're here, it's their pumpkin. All the way, yeah. <laughs> all the way to the car. Well, I, I, I like it when a two-year-old is having this grown-up <laughs> argument with their dad <laughs> about the pumpkins. You know, and That's of course they hold them behind their back. Yeah. At two dollars, most parents <laughs> or grandparents give in. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. It's after about fifteen seconds. That's actually cheap. Thirty seconds. <laughs> if you think about it, that's actually a cheap way to uh, to keep everything under control. And the, and this year you had those uh, striped, striped Poke, Pokemon. Is what Pokemon, they call those. orange and white striped, but those are gone. I think I still yeah, have a few. Oh yeah, I, of the they small were gone left. the first day. I think. Well, I've got them three times. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's an attractive deal, and like we talked about earlier, uh, and this is true with most pumpkins, they'll easily last all the way through Christmas. No, uh, Trace especially had one if you don't cut them. Three years, years yeah. <laughs> especially if you don't cut them. And if he hadn't had that little bruise on it, it would have lasted another three. It probably would have. Yeah. And uh, and uh, the people have gone or quit cutting them, and started uh, using magic marker and put little faces yeah. on them and things like that. I've seen that too. Did we a, have a? So my wife is in a. Entered into a pumpkin contest. Really? At the, at the hospital. And, oh, uh, how cool! So nobody else wanted to do her do it for in her division. So Is she, she carving or drawing? Um, neither. Uh, wait a minute. What? It's paint. And oh, painting. Okay. Few, I, I'll bring a picture of it when she's done. And you didn't like the concept I sent you that. Uh... Yeah, but uh, that, <laughs> well, first that would require a lot of pumpkins. Yes, that's true. You would have lost a lot of pumpkins in that. I'll have to show and the guys. And second was uh, all my carving has to be done the night before because I generally am working that day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if I, you know, four or five hours from the from the time my wife goes to bed, 
I got to get it done because I got to. That was something. a lot of work. Yeah, yeah that so. was a, it. Was a really gruesome though. It so. was. It was great. And uh, yeah, it was from a, a Facebook thing from Calvin and Hobbes. So it was kind of Calvin and Hobbes esque of the gruesome pumpkin with the. Did at one time we had a we had, had a, a person out here that, and that not like doing the face painting. She did the uh, pumpkin painting. Oh yeah, we've had in, uh, had a long no. time ago. I don't remember you? the pumpkin painting. I know. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate we can't do the face painting this year. But yeah, I don't remember her doing the. Okay, anyway. I, may just, I may just be imagining that. What else, Trace? We heard some. So you've gotten some nice compliments on your spinach transplants. Oh, they're nice. I had to jump through some hoops for that. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Your cyclamen are being praised by the guys? They are great. Yeah. And, hey, and my, you can put them on sale. Calvin's Tra- already got Tracy, uh, before or he's I just been telling saying, us that. Jer- Jerry was <laughs> hassling me about not getting my uh, cyclamen. Usually, and I finally say, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got, <laughs> I did get some last you week. got a truckload, huh? Well, I got a, a good load anyway. Now I'm looking at Calvin's article uh, this week in the garden, and it says, "Red, white, and blue blue bonnet transplants are available." No, they're not. <laughs> for planting in full sun from several retail nurseries, not including Millburgers, <laughs> at the present time. It was a, they will uh, bloom in March. It's always always a bit of a gamble trying yeah. to get the timing. He, he did, did the supplier I got blue. postpone them a week? Well, I got blue. Okay. Yeah, I said they're, they're the, the ladybird blue. Yeah, ladybird blue. And I did order some red, and uh, I didn't get that. Either that or I got it and I sold it, one of the two. <laughs> okay, but... He hadn't released, they haven't released the... Not that I saw. Okay. That's a special grow. So uh, he he was going to give them a, they're in larger containers, so he was going to give them another week or two. We've got uh, every kind of pansy you can think of out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, those those (laughs) old pansies are killer. Milton and I were looking at them last weekend. They were walking out. Walking out. uh, The big, big, I don't know if it's a new variety or what, the one with faces yellow. Well, there's a Colossus is the newest big variety. Maybe that was a little bit bigger, although I still prefer Matrix. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Matrix is a good one. I got, I I was kind of, you know, when we, Finished our event there. I didn't know if I wanted to go through <laughs> getting uh, my wife's uh, viola, viola violas. Yeah, but it, then it I was uh, then I was wa- then six I was, packs, super yeah, six packs. Yeah. Oh, really? Then I was watching the, all the people that were looking over them. I said, "Oh man, she'll never forgive me if I don't get." <laughs> so I went out there and got the I th- violas. I, I think violas, Donna jump ups. Do they still call them Johnny Jumpers? Some people. <laughs> that's an old we're, variety. We're all that, old here, so we knew what you were talking about. That's the original uh, variety of that little viola. Uh, I think they outbloom, bloom to bloom, well, pansies. Well, that's a claim I that's agree. always been made, yeah. I concur. Because, I mean, and they don't seem to be affected by the weather they, as much as the uh, They pansies. seem to be less... Depend they 
they seem to be less affected by the sun, for sure. You know, when you yeah, and you can have them in li- relatively small containers out mm. there on your patio. Oh yeah, and they perform pretty well. Well, little leaves, little blooms. Yeah, they take less irrigation. Yeah, and Did you uh, know that Milton. No, plant, it's, plant, it may be something for me sweat, then. Plants sweat just like we do. So the colder oh. or the hotter it is and the windier it is, the more water they go through. Okay. So little leaf plants take less watering than big leaf plants. Oh, and you're telling me that because of my <laughs> my watering habits? I, I don't know, but I, I figured it would be a good uh, tip. Yes. Yeah, I, I like the fact that Calvin kept recommending him as an indoor bloomer. <laughs> indoor bloomer. I thought you were recommending the Johnny Jump Ups as an indoor blooming plant. I no? no, I was uh, as a uh, plant with sw- where you had, wanted to have them in small containers. Oh, what was no. what was Jerry talking about? What they bloom better than African violets? No, I said no. They pan- the pansies. <laughs> that was cyclamen. Oh. No, yeah. No, it was oh, pan- that was cyclamen. No, it was uh. pansies. He was talking about pansies. Okay, yeah. that's okay. I'm confused. <laughs> but, right. uh, but we were earlier. We were talking about cyclamen in the house. No, the they, neighbor are better they, than... Bro, they okay. really bloom well. Yeah. We've kind of forgotten that back in the old days. We well, My wife to, keeps the house so cold, I think that they do better than <laughs> I do. Yeah. You know, we used to give them as uh, the gift that somebody was in the hospital. I woke, mm. When I woke up this morning and I went outside, I was actually relieved because it was warmer outside than my well, house. Did, did your, bathroom, your bathroom not working inside, so you had to... Yeah. <laughs> you had to take off layers to go outside, yes, did you? <laughs> the, uh, uh, I was surprised when Calvin said that his uh, Johnny Jump Up of the Violas don't, don't recede. Uh, the, the original one. The one, the, the bicolor, uh, two-color one. Uh, purple and yellow, I think. Yeah, that's right, purple and yellow. That thing receded all over the place. Hmm. But I, I bet you they've hybridized them to the point that because they're, they're used that, to that. That's they're good used, for me because then I get to keep selling them. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, they're, they're a lot prettier than they used to be. Well, and the other, the other thing is that we kind of overlook that alyssum. It's another g- great yeah. plant for uh, containers. And Especially can, from now on. Yeah, they can put up with a small container. And we got in Lobelia this week. That's another good one for a container. Lobelia used to be the, I don't know why I remember this, a trip to Alaska. <laughs> and I used to remember that blue color. Yeah, that's pretty well, blue. These are like an iridescent purple. Whoa. Real pretty. Yeah. Great, great on the edge of a pot because it does like the listen where it'll kind of cascade out. Yeah, they're nice. I've even seen it done in hanging baskets. It looks pretty good in baskets. Oh, that's too. interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that's an unusual color. Uh, I see the citrus is still moving out. It, it's moving. <laughs> uh, uh, there's, it's interesting how how much citrus y'all sell here. Well, we went almost three months without being able to get hardly anything, yeah, and then, maybe a little longer. And then, uh, so then it was like feast and famine. Uh, you know, yeah. I, went, I went to the buffet. I saw so many different varieties. I, I bought some of all of them. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we're lucky, <laughs> thanks to our uh, growers here, uh, to have any citrus. Uh, but uh, we've got several huge uh, producers now that grow te- Texas citrus in in Texas because of the law now 
that you can you can only sell citrus in Texas in the state of the origin, huh? That yeah. was grown in Texas. Uh, these all have the little identifying tag on them. Was yeah, that, so they have to notate yeah. where, it, it where the original stock came from and all that stuff. It has to. Yeah, that's right. This before you could sell it. Hey, Trace, I saw I saw two things that kind of perked my ears up. Only uh, two. Only two. Uh, well, that I haven't seen. So if people are still interested in decorating for Halloween, yes. there, there's a big advantage to coming to Millburgers. There is. What is that? So our boutique stuff. Boutique. It's a pun on that word. Yes. Uh, we went ahead and put them at half price. Yeah. So that's... Next, next Saturday is Halloween. You know, People need to decorate. So we, we went ahead and did that, including the metal art. So Ooh, really? There's a, a handful of that, metal pumpkins and things that uh, we've reduced to half off. That's great. And uh, Millburgers has unique items for Halloween. They always have. So that's an opportunity. And I don't know about this one. I'm going to bring it up, even though I haven't cleared it with you. I saw a big pallet of uh, Should I uh, of grass. pack your suitcase? Yeah, you? you need to. Uh, you may need to. That I don't normally see. Now, normally you sell the uh, St. Augustine by the... By the piece, right? Do you have something now that you're selling by the piece that you don't normally sell? Not intentionally, but I know that's yes, what I figured. You have some palisade zoysia up there. Yeah, the so uh, so it's but not. That, but that actually happens with other grasses too. So if somebody orders right. the, the pile of grass, it is their pile of grass. If they don't come and pick it up, then uh, or try to cancel, then we put it up front to sell the pieces, so that we can mitigate their losses. So uh, if somebody uh, has been interested in getting zoysia but only needs a little bit of it, this would be a good day to head while supplies last. Yep. This would be a good day to head over to Millburgers. It would. Uh, well, I think it was two twenty nine. Uh, Sounds right. Yeah. And uh, don't, uh, don't if, you, me if, on the, that. if it's gone when you get here, you look for Milton and uh, hold nope. him responsible. Yeah, hopefully it's still here. But, uh, <laughs> hopefully not. Oh, no, it's true. There you we, go. We, we want it to point. go. It needs to find a home. All right, we need to take a break. So while we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We'll get to James when we come back on 930 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Again, if you want to bring nature to your yard, uh, there's lots of birds. And we're fortunate in South Texas that there's so many things that we can enjoy and so many different birds that come through here. Um, Wild Birds Unlimited is the first stop that you need to make. Go by and visit them at Hebner and Northwest Military and talk to Kyle and talk to uh, uh, Bill over there. Or anybody there can help you to figure out what you need to get or uh, just uh, tell them what you're looking for. Or if you've started doing it and you're having problems, there are problem solvers over there. So go ahead and tell them what's going on, and they will help you to correct the problem or to fix it over there. It's Wild Birds Unlimited. You'll like the guys over there. And, again, uh, they've been doing this for years, and they've been helping people uh, to uh, solve those problems and enjoy bringing nature to their yard. They're Hebner and Northwest Military. Their number is easy to remember if you want to call. 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD, 
for Wild Birds Unlimited. Yeah, go by and visit Kyle and tell him we said hi. Uh, there, you'll really will. Nice, nice folks over I there think at Wild Birds got Unlimited. A special sparrow feed. I'm not sure anymore. I think they may have sold out after you promoted right? it so heavily. Oh, yeah. Well, any. Yeah. Any feed there is is sparrow feed. Oh, is that the deal? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, James uh, has a like has a bird that much. James has a bird issue too at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on, James? Oh, just sitting here looking out the window after I did morning chores. Um, how's are you all y'all out on the porch? Yep. How's the weather? Is it to your liking? It's, it's not bad. It's a little chilly. I, I've got a just the right jacket on, and yeah, but he I got a sweatshirt on. I'm comfortable. But he hadn't put on his gloves yet. That's when it get cold. I'm seeing people in t-shirts. Yeah, so we're okay. Oh, yeah. well, What's it like in your neck of the woods? Nice, comfortable on the porch. Oh and, yeah. Uh, I was sitting here minding my own business looking out the window, and a gang of Blue Jays showed up. There's about five or six of them. They looked like they were looking for a fight, man. They didn't stick around very long, but uh, it was Blue Jays, all right, heading south. Hmm. Well, it, was, it, was, it wasn't the Mexican Jay, was it? The big one? The bird it was, was big. big. And, it had a mohawk with a white on its chest. No, that's that's regular blue jay. Yeah, they probably probably weren't moving south migr- migratory. They they're as a group probably moving around looking for a good place to hang out <laughs> or some uh, some nest to ravage. Uh, I guess the, they're not nesting now. Other birds are not nesting. Yeah, they was all carrying switchblades, man. They wouldn't, you know, they was taking mm. over for a while, so. I just wanted to tell you the blue jays are. Yeah, they're they're tough in your neck of the woods. <laughs> oh yeah, and blue almost, jays. You don't want to mess with those guys. They're, they they sign the checks, man. You know they're pretty bad. What was uh, okay? What else is going on, James? You got well, some uh, positive you know, stuff. I called. I called you guys, and uh, Mr. Peterson was uh, was giving advice one uh, one afternoon, and I asked when to plant the. Yeah, on the radio show, and I asked him when to plant the Texas Super Sweet onions for sale, and he said September the first. But I, I got them in around the fifth or eighth, and and uh, they're up to about uh, a pretty good size to start digging them and bunching them and selling them, man. Yeah, what, what, what are you? What are you? You know, tree is it? It's an onion. It's an onion. Super sweet. Oh. Now turn your headphones up. Okay. <laughs> it's an onion. And Peterson, Mr. Peterson said stardom September the 1st for sale around the 1st of November. And he was pretty much right on there. They, they could use another week or so to get a little bit bigger, but they're going to be ready to, to bunch here in a little, in a week or so. Okay. Yeah, get them out there and get them, uh, get them to them little old ladies that want to plant some onions. Oh, all okay. right. Thank uh-huh. you, sir. Be careful. That's all that's going on out here. All right. Well, be careful. Don't don't <laughs> okay. get. Sounds like you uh, 
There may be trouble brewing at your place, or brewing. And if them Jays come around, you better go inside. That's all advice I got. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Bye. Take care, sir. Hey, we're so, uh, Calvin, can you confirm or deny the Blue Jays are pretty tough birds? Well, I don't have the same attitude towards them as uh, <laughs> James. James does, yeah. for sure. I find uh, they're very attractive. Yeah, they're pretty. And they're uh, interesting to watch. Yeah. I was thinking that he was maybe going to talk about the uh, Cooper's Hawks, because that's a Cooper's Hawks are, are getting pretty tame in a lot of neighborhoods. <laughs> oh, really? San, San Antonio, yeah. Yeah, when I when I first came here, uh, I mean, well, it's ten years ago. Uh, we had, I had some Mexican jays. They're big. They're big blue jays. Well, where and I lived in villages of West Creek, which was yeah further west. That's yeah. what that's what we had. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of at, at some point. Oh that yeah, way. that's right. You're you're, you're kind of in the middle. Yeah, just the other side of. Sea world. Yeah, that's right. So, but, so there's probably some neighbors there that get both. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. I, I haven't seen one in years I in my yard. Yeah, I haven't in medical center. I haven't seen one yeah. at all. But uh, they're they're pretty impressive bird. They're yeah. a fairly big bird. Hey, uh, we got a call from uh, someone who didn't want to come on the air. Wants to know what you guys recommend for St. Augustine uh, taking into account San Antonio soil to fertilize it. Well, uh, I think I right know. now we, yeah. of course, we're re- recommending in, in the articles and on the air uh, the winterizer fertilizer, right. 18612. It's got a fast-release nitrogen source, and, and uh, Jerry has talked a lot about the research that that uh, verifies that it uh, uh, contributes to the uh, cold resistance for the winter. And then it also is a fast, uh, fast green up, contributes to fast green up in the spring. So you got two characteristics you want. You want want that uh, cold resistance and you also want a fast green up in the spring. What it doesn't do, it does not... Uh, contribute to uh, your your grass g- growing up a storm this fall, so that you got to mow more often. No. Oh, okay. It's uh, you know, the grass is the is the related the growth rate is related to and the chemistry related to the uh, uh, what the day length right now, and yeah. so. Are you guessing she found the thoralis? Yeah. Yes. Got a wagon full. So. Uh, <laughs> that that uh, is uh, you don't have to worry about that. Now, that the, seemed to me one of the difficulties in answering this question was that if you just give us the answer of San Antonio soil, San Antonio soil is a variety of different types. Couldn't it be sandy in one area? Yeah. And but the the uh, winterizer is good no matter where you are in San Antonio. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's yeah, what I figured the answer was going to be, but yeah, and there. no matter what grass you have. Okay. Oh, good. Yep. The soil um, at this point, you know, the the, re, the soil is not not really a factor in that. Yeah. Fall fertilization. But that's not the main reason to get it now, Milton. 
Well, it's one of the reasons, but it's the, the timing is good. And there's, is there another reason the timing is it's good? It's on sale. Yeah. Just How like, much, just, Jer? Just like that lady that we yeah the Thrallis. Yeah, that she just came by with a wagon full of Thrallis. Yeah, yeah, she found them and she's they're they're on sale too. And she she was she was so anxious to get them, she almost didn't let me finish reading the sale uh, <laughs> promotion for them. All right, so read the read the one for the winterizer. Anyway, the uh, Millburger winterizer lawn fertilizer. Eighteen six twelve, like Calvin said, and the main ingredient in that uh, is the six. Wait a minute, no, it's the twelve, <laughs> the potassium. Okay. Eighteen six twelve. The six is phosphorus, and a forty-pound bag covers seventy-two hundred square feet. That's regularly twenty four ninety nine. Almost twenty four. Almost. 25. I know you like to say that, but it's on sale. Wait a minute, Trace didn't do our two four deal. Uh, it's on sale for nineteen eighty eight. Now no. you may the, some gardeners may disagree with Jerry on the most important part of that formula. If you're fertilizing your uh, vegetables and your a cool weather annuals. Mm-hmm. That nitrogen is probably just as oh, important okay. as the yeah. as the, the potential. On, uh, on spraying pecan trees with uh, zinc, you know we always have a zinc deficiency on pecan trees. And uh, Dr. Benton's story was he uh, was oh, he gosh, ever on yes. your? Uh, he was. Was he on your committee? Okay. He, he was a great professor. Oh yeah, so a good grower too. He he was when I was in undergraduate school. Uh, when he would walk down the hall at one of these conventions, uh, ASHS uh, American Horticulture Society meeting, he was like a god. I mean, the people just loved Dr. Ben Store. But anyway, he did a did a, some research on the uptake of zinc uh, for pecan trees, and they found out that the be- the fastest way to get an uptake of zinc is is ha- add a nitrogen source, and they came up with a product called NZN. Now, the N first N for nitrogen, and ZN is a abbreviation for zinc and so it's important to have that nitrogen available and as well as having the potassium available now the rub comes with my buddy Neil Sperry that only recommends uh, slow release nitrogen even in the fall nitrogen only only in the fall and that goes against the original resource on winterizer fertilizer. All right, we're going so, to take a... Oh. Go ahead. No, no, we need to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. It's hard. No, 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 it looks so bad. <laughs> All right, we're back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Don't forget the blood drive going on for another hour here at the nursery. And we'll be back in a moment on 930 a.m. This is the... 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. How can we help you today? You give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I thought that um that uh Floritam thing might be kind of helpful to some folks because occasionally we've talked about just replacing a piece or so, and yeah. normally we don't sell it by this by the uh, this, the piece. So I thought if uh, people had so are they selling Floritam by the piece just today until until it runs out. Wow! Yeah, they, I think they have one pallet. And one <laughs> oh, pallet Lord. when I checked it to a, at ten o'clock. Well, you only need depends on how many pieces you need. If you need like three <laughs> or four, you can yeah. finally get them. Yeah. Uh, and Calvin, I thought maybe you could uh, talk to us a little bit too. I walked by the uh, the certified butterfly garden, and it looked good. Have you walked by and seen what's what's growing in there? What's doing well? They got a bunch of Halloween witches in there. Yeah, they have a they have a little tendency to. Uh, um, don't don't butterflies like witches? <laughs> no. Well, they you could you could you can pick. Uh, you got lots of chances, uh, cho- choices on plants, and you, they can be m- more f- most favorable to witches or most favorable to butterflies. Oh, okay. Hey, we have Jerry on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Jerry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for taking the call. I've got uh, St. Augustine. Uh, I thought it was from drought, but I've got some light brown patches. You go out there and kick them with your foot, and they just come up in uh, in clumps. Uh, does that look like sound like brown patch? Yeah, well, uh, is the uh, are the are the are they in circles, and are the circles expanding? Uh, yes, I would say they're, uh, well, they're not what I would say, uh, d- definite circles, but, uh, they're more in, uh, kind of haphazard areas, uh, but they're not Pacific circles, no. Okay, when well, I, br- brown patch, when you got brown patch, it'll show up about now, while the temperature is about this temperature, uh, in, uh, in a, in a wet condition, in other words, if you're overwatering your lawn or if we've had a lot of rain and these cool uh, conditions persist, then you start seeing the first thing you'll see is a uh, patch of grass about the size of a dinner plate, mm-hmm. and it has a little has yellow blades of the grass uh, on the on the main stems of the grass. No, that doesn't but, sound like and, this. And, um, and then, yeah, and then it then it expands uh, with that same deal, but it doesn't kill the grass, and it, de- it definitely doesn't destroy the root system. The way you can go by and kick the grass up. Yeah, well, that's what's happening here. I only water uh, once a week, uh, about 20 minutes per station. So, you know, it it could be the rain, but um, what bothered me is uh, how easily you can just reach down there and kick it, and, you know, it'll come up. That that sounded more like, uh, and the entire area that's affected is completely brown and dead, right? Well, it's uh, it's uh, it's not dark brown, but it's uh, it's a light brown. I guess it's headed that way. 
Okay, that sounds like grubs. Okay, Rub I haven't worm. checked for grubs. Uh, I've never had trouble with grubs. I've done that in the past, so uh, just uh, I need to go out there and um, do the grub routine, right? See how many I've yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, without a doubt, if you can go out and pick the grass up like a a wig. Yeah, exactly and, what it is. Okay, then that's grubs. That's grubs. Okay, and what do you the, the bad the bad news the bad news on that is Oh that's not uh, that's not the bad news. <laughs> this uh, uh this uh is not a good time to treat for grubs because they've gotten big now. And okay. they're harder to kill. Best time to treat for grubs uh is uh is uh what, June? July? Yeah. May even. May even okay. May or June. And, okay, uh, should, I, should I go ahead and rake it, or should I just go ahead and, and leave it the way it is? Uh, it'll probably come up with the lawnmower. Then if I go over with the lawnmower, I would think as loose as it seems to be, it'll probably pull it up anyway. Yeah. Uh, the the grubs are still there. Uh, I, w- I would say try to resod it, but uh, I imagine the grub- grubs will uh, take out... You saw it as well, eventually. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to do that. Well, I, I can. I can live with the. Um, I guess. I, uh, I, I guess my question is: Will it, will they spread now between now and uh, June? They probably. Well, they lay the June bugs will lay their eggs. Yeah, and then, but the key. The key is that they won't. They they won't do any damage if you catch them at the that May or that June Jerry mentioned. Yeah, right. they won't do any more damage. You just got to get that uh, soil insecticide in place at that point, and so okay, it's, well, here ha- it's hard and, to resist because they're there, <laughs> and you wanna and they're you, big, and you can see them. Right. Well, then, in other words, uh, just go ahead and suffer through it until June, or uh, uh, no need to go ahead and treat them or do anything until that time. I don't. I don't. It's, yeah, doesn't. I, it won't. Yeah, it won't help to do anything until that time. Won't, won't help. So, you you okay. can you can you can rake that uh, dead grass away, off rake it off. Uh, right. Well, if what what I'm struggling with is. The grubs are not going to uh, pupate or uh, go into the June bug stage until probably April, start in April. Okay. And then, and then, and then they quit eating. But from okay, now so they- until April, it's possible that they could move into a uh, unaffected area. You know, that's right. I, I, I guess that was just just a uh, throw of the dice. Whether or not uh, I wait, and the entire yard is uh, is dead. Is that <laughs> uh, that's the worst case? Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. So they're, they're just, those, the game plan is: don't do anything, rake them off, go ahead and go through. Uh, uh, fall right. and winter, and then come spring. Uh, what do you recommend treating them with at that time? The bear, B-A-Y-E-R, like the aspirin, 
right. has a, has a grub uh, treatment. Yeah, so, okay. soil insecticide. Okay. Well, and then I'll go ahead and make sure it's it. I should go ahead and check to make sure I've got them down there, right? Right. Well, yeah. You dig dig a about a foot deep hole if okay. you can. <laughs> right. And uh, and then put them uh, put that soil in a bucket, and then kind of break that soil up and fill fill. Uh, uh, the entomologists used to use a screen. To okay. Just kind of sift them out, kind of screen for them, and sift okay, them out I, of that I dirt. Pretty good. You, you, you can see them with the naked eye pretty easy. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, they're bigger now. Yeah. And uh, they, let's see. I think they used to say anything less than uh, this is commercial cabbage. Right. Anything less than uh, six to eight, right? Individual, you wouldn't wouldn't have to treat. But if it gets over ten to twelve, then you needed to treat. Now this was a commercial cabbage, right? And so I don't know uh, what the cutoff deal on lawns is. But, okay, uh, so I guess by that, theoretically, you could just forget it and come next spring, uh, it would uh, you're right. possibly grow back itself or I could sod it uh, without treating it. Well, but well yeah, what, what, would hap- what would happen is you treat next uh, June to July. Right. Or, or May and June. And uh, when you see the first, June bugs... Uh, Around your lights, right? The, those are the male June bugs usually, and you go ahead and treat the soil then, and then you can put down new sod. Okay, okay, okay. It's not, it's not gonna, it's not gonna grow back. Okay, okay. No, that's fine. Is there, is there anything that you could, that I could have done, or is it just, is it just, uh, if it happens to your lawn, it happens. Hello. Yeah, you have to pre-treat. <laughs> like okay, I say, I uh, if you've okay. had them, be- if you've had them before, I never and had you them. need to use that bare product uh, okay. next okay. next year. Okay, so some people go ahead and treat treat for it every year as as a right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Do you have a, a a night light in the back of your in back of your no. backyard where uh, these grubs are? Where I'm having trouble is in the front, and uh, I do have um, uh, lights out front. So, uh, and uh, I've got a couple flags up now for the election. I've got a flag. Uh, I've had a light on it for the last month. So, well, that, uh, that's, there's a little that's... bit more lighting than normal out, out in the front yard where I'm having trouble. Okay. Maybe that, maybe that could have attracted that. They they say that uh, sometimes night lights and things like that will attract the uh, the males and okay. the females. Okay, and but so uh, you, if but, you see uh, if you see them around June bugs around those lights, uh, treat in that area. Well, you okay. can be you can rest assured that the the June bugs support the same candidate you do. Well, I certainly hope so. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope they're conservative uh, June bugs. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Listen, thanks right. so much, and you'll have a great day. 
Okay, Thanks. thank you for calling. You take care. Bye-bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Rob, what's going on, man? You doing all right? <laughs> all right. Rob's a man in the booth for GVST answering questions. Oh, you're not. You're just... What's that? R&D. R&D. Oh. Research and development. Oh, okay. So for and, R&D. And he's uh, selling, uh, uh, the Millburgers is selling uh, some very rare hibiscus, more grande hibiscus. Oh, wow. Which uh, has been hard to find this year and the last couple of the year. And the, the R&D group... Uh, uh, got some plants and uh, propagated some plants, and uh, I, I was gonna uh, put a, an article in uh, today's uh, plantanswers.com on the front page about the uh, origin uh, and uh, uh, the way more grinding uh, started years ago and uh but uh my webmaster didn't get it up in time for today well, hopefully he'll put it up this afternoon and we can talk about it even more tomorrow it'll have pictures and, and articles in in there and they say rob put the r in r and d right all right 210-308-8867 but he's here and he's got them so 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866 the number to call to be a part of the show as long as they last as long, while supplies last yeah uh neil i'm uh, looking at neil Sperry's article oh no replacing diseased roses uh, and finding an arborist. But uh, the interesting thing about it is he's got a picture of that horrible rose rosette virus uh, with the, what it looks like on the roses. He's got a real pretty color picture of it. So if you're wondering, if you've got this odd-looking growth on your roses, uh, we found maybe one or two sections uh, around San Antonio that we kind of believed was the Rose Rosette. Uh, and uh, I think I, I think I got the pictures of uh, the actual disease, the way it looks on roses on uh, plantanswers.com. And so, it, but if you want to see a picture of it, uh, it's in today's papers, uh, E8. Uh, Saturday E8 in the San Antonio Life. Uh, right, uh, let's see. It's right a, well, Calvin's article finishes on page 8. Now, the reason I'm mentioning that, if you had that, the best way to, to the way you have to handle it is dist- dig up and destroy all those roses. A lot of people cut them back and think that they'll outgrow it. They won't. Now, it has, it has devastated and eliminated uh, many, many roses bushes up around yeah. Dallas. It's the most interesting thing I've ever seen. 
is that it 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 devastated the Dallas market, hmm. but it hadn't hardly shown a peep down That's in good. San Antonio market. Yeah. So if you had that, just dig those up and destroy them. Dig as many roots as you can. And what's on sale? Yeah, it's the knockouts. It's the knockouts. And double knockouts. Red, pink, double, and single knockouts. Mm-hmm. I don't guess I don't guess they've got the double red, red, red double. But anyway, the, well, the doubles are pretty. We're gonna break in a second. Pretty. All right. All right, let's do this. Uh, I think someone wants to ask a question to the guys off the air. So 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we'll be right back on 930 AM, The Answer. Friends come from Saturday night. And it's not to make up some sangria wine. It's organic and it comes from the vine. It's also legal and it gets you so high. Yeah, I love that Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Sal celebrates the music of Jerry Jeff Walker, who passed away earlier today. Uh, very sad news. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I was talking to the folks at BSG, and I remember I told you that we would talk to you a little bit about what they said. One of the things they bragged about on was uh, not only uh, the security systems that they do, uh, but they're also helping more and more people to create home theaters and smart systems. So if you've been thinking about creating a home theater, I want you to give them a call at 210 210- Let's see, 210-877-1222. Or if you've got one that's not working out well. And here's the reason why, because they're they're actually just ingenious in terms of figuring out how to make things work or how to work around your system. They were showing me some systems that they developed at BSG, uh, and you can learn more at bsgtexas.com. And they said, you know, that, that this is a, that, that they got the big flat screen out there and it looked beautiful and they mounted it on the wall. And they said, yeah, but the person who did it left these wires dangling down. He said, yeah, we've got ways to fix that. We've got ways to work around it so that you don't have that. So it looks, it looks good. It doesn't, you know, create this eyesore. Uh, so, uh, you know what? Uh, give them a call and then learn more about that. The holidays are coming. People are going to obviously be spending more time at home, and that home theater system might be perfect for you. BSGTexas.com, BSGTexas.com, or 210-877-1222, 210-877-1222, to find out all the ways they can make your life better uh, with security and convenience at bsgtexas.com. By the way, and this was, uh, they said it ain't bragging if it's true. They need to call us. They said the, uh, that you will not find anywhere uh, better equipment, better technology, at a better price. So uh, give them a call and learn more. You owe it to yourself to do at least that much. 210-877-1222. 210-877-1222. All right, Calvin, you're getting beat up with calls there, people asking stuff over the uh, off the air. Oh, really? Well, you know, you had that man who had the tomato thing. He had called in before. Oh, I yeah. think he wanted us to see it. But even before that, you had a a question, too. And I, I was trying to think. I was wondering if it was about grass uh, while we were answering the grass question on the air. Do you remember what that one was about? 
That's okay. No, I can't remember. Okay. Can't remember. But, uh, and then you had the tomato uh, fungus question, too. How are tomatoes going to react to this temperature? Are they going to be happy or sad? Oh, I think uh, as long as it doesn't get any colder, they'll be fa- they'll be fine. Okay, so people can still have their Thanksgiving tomatoes. Uh, hopefully, it depends on I guess on how cold it gets. Well, yeah, well, they, they may be tough for them to ripen. If okay, it, if it continues to stay cold, but I, I don't think it will. So you, if you can stay above forty degrees, we should be in great shape. Good. All right. Well, that's. I don't think the forecast called for anything. Uh, that was below 40, so that's good. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, and let's see, uh, what else? Uh, were you making fun of Neil some more, or uh, were you through with that? <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to mention to everybody to get us a paper to look at that, uh, that road, the symptoms of that roadway. You can't mistake it once you see a picture of it. And like I say, if you don't take the paper, it's on plantanswers.com. Just do a search in that first search engine there to the left and type in uh, Rose or Rosette. Uh, Let's see. I was going to. Now, this is not a a subtle uh, symptom. So, you know, don't get a, don't, don't worry about it if you can't really tell. Because it, if it's uh, if you got the rosette, it'll it'll show up. And we're not, we haven't seen a lot of the rosette here in San Antonio. That's right. Not much. I, I think just a few plants. Now where they've seen it is up in Neal's area. Oh Lord. In Dallas and. It's uh, wiped they, them out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just be. Uh, I guess the best we can do is just enjoy our roses as long as we can. <laughs> But uh, that it doesn't seem to be, (laughs) doesn't seem to choose the variety or anything. In other words, it's on everything. Yeah, for a while, I I don't know if that was wishful thinking or what it was, but uh, uh, Knockout was given a lot of the credit there. Yeah, but there's so many of them. There were so many knockouts being sold around. That's and uh, but they were a continue yeah you you probably can have a continuous line of knockouts you know oh, yeah. 20 feet apart kind of way all all over uh, urban neighborhoods yeah um i wanted to mention uh two while ago we were talking about that uh, uh that fertilizer that uh uh, 19, five, no, 18, 6, 18, 18612 being on sale. And I want to also, you know, we always want to take care of our organic people that only want to put organic fertilizer on their lawn. Mm-hmm. So Mill Burger has a natural lawn and garden fertilizer. And it's on sale, too. Uh, a 30-pound bag. It's a 612, which is which is okay. Uh, a 30-pound bag covers 3,000 square feet, regularly $29.99 or, or $30. And two 
for fifty dollars. Oh, they're on sale. Two okay. for fifty dollars. And guess what they got in them, Milton? Micro micro riser. You love those micro risers. So be be sure to either have a fifty gallon drum or something to put those in. Uh, in your garage so that those mycorrhizal won't come in the house with you. That's, you're the only person that's ever called with that complaint. I that, know. That, 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 that has a party a, in mycorrhizal. We have, we have not asked uh, Spider-Man about that yet. Uh, uh, if he has, does he control the mycorrhizal? Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. I don't think that uh, it's okay. it's, I don't think it's getting out of hand anymore. <laughs> and in, in Calvin's article... He uh, talks about, uh, no, it's in his, uh, uh, this week in the, in the garden, he talks about uh, uh, take advantage of the cooler weather by selecting and planting an adapted shade tree to improve your landscape. Comfort, uh, landscape comfort. And reduce air condition the air conditioning bill. The adapted list and Calvin's list is Texas red oak, live oak, cedar elm, Mexican white oak, which would be a uh, Monterey Monterey oak, uh, bur oak, and Mexican sycamore, and chinkapin oak, which I think we have all of those available here. Uh, and they're on sale, Milton. Uh-oh. Shade Tree Special saves yeah. 30%. The number three pot, I think? Uh, or did it say? Let's see. Save on Maybe it's three all and 10, 15, oh, wow. and 30-gallon shade okay. and ornamental trees. Not only that, uh, the CPS. Uh, Is that still going on now? That's going on. So you can get a $50 rebate on uh, those shade trees, too, if you plant them. That's the, the whole idea there is that that will help you reduce your air conditioning costs and uh, reduce our energy uses. And if you're, if you're too old to plant a, a big, uh, fairly big shade tree in your yard, Millburgers has a, they'll plant it for you. Yeah, well, don't don't irritate your nephews or nieces and <laughs> or sons and daughters until you've got to have them dig the hole for you. Oh, yeah, yeah you kill them, <laughs> and definitely you don't want to dig the hole. Uh, I say, are you still doing that, Melton, uh, for people's yards to plant trees in? Digging the holes. Digging the holes and no, the, the I, day off. I, I, that didn't work off. That, that didn't, didn't work, work out. out. No. I thought you were trying to lose weight. Yeah, no, that was. A, that didn't work. No, I was. Uh, the holes were too small. <laughs> Millburgers were selling plants that cost two ninety nine, three ninety nine. They 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 let me go. Okay. Uh, and this it's it's uh, the uh, sale item says save on all ten, fifteen, and thirty gallon shade and ornamental trees. So which one do you want to buy, Milton? You want to dig the hole first. Yeah. 
and then then decide which one you yeah, want. Yeah, you can come and look at it. Maybe you don't know what a 10 gallon or yeah. 15 Now, the problem, like. problem with that is if you watch people out there, <laughs> they find the tree that they like. Yeah. And you know, it's like looking for a puppy. You know? <laughs> yeah. I really like the looks of this tree. Pit bull. But that hole is so, I mean, that root ball is so big, you'll have to dig and dig and dig. Right. I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah, like like Milton came up with, dig the hole first, and then go by the tree to fit in the hole. And uh, that'll that'll teach you a lot about what kind of soil, or what kind of soil we don't have in San Antonio. Well, and that, that's another point that we we don't emphasize as much as we used to. They, they all these varieties on the CPS list and. Uh, here at Millburgers and uh, the ones we recommend, Jerry and I, they are well adapted to our native soils. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you you don't have to add a, uh, any special soils or any anything. Uh, a, a lot of times it can be an issue. It can be a problem if you uh, are digging in a really tough soil that doesn't drain well and you f- fill it full of... Uh, like a potting soil or something, the water gets in and can't get out. So, so as a general rule, uh, dig dig the soil in our native soil and put back native soil in there. There can be some ex- exceptions, some special uh, novelty trees and things, but in general it's best to yeah. use our native soil. And if, if Mark was here, he would tell, uh, tell you about... Uh uh, don't plant it too deep. Oh gosh, yeah, that's the that, that's the <laughs> now, issue. You will agree with Mark uh, uh, after you finish digging the hole or trying to dig the and hole. You, and you know, you if you do dig it too deep, you just hate adding <laughs> some soil back there because you. I it was uh, such yeah. a hard job to dig the hole. Oh yeah, but but don't don't have that. Uh, trunk deeper in the soil than it was in the container because that in the long term that's a that's a issue certainly more of an issue than if you're planted too shallow yeah as jerry jerry is yeah, uh, in we're, the, uh <laughs> in dealing with uh his uh daughter's Tri- area, yeah area where there, there were some really tough soils and he did he did some uh kind of Dug as deep as you could, and then made a hill, which was two inches deep. Yeah, mm. and deep as I could. And the tree, the tree didn't didn't phase the tree a bit. No, as long it, as you water it. That was crab myrtle, yeah. Yeah, and I planted a, a Texas red oak in my backyard forty years ago, uh, the same way. I did it on TV, as a matter of fact, and I. Uh, <laughs> I dug as deep as I could. I live. Uh, my my house is built on cap rock, stone, solid stone, and so I dug as deep as I could, which was about three or four inches deep, and I had a very small Texas red oak uh, in a gallon container. Now that that's not as big as obviously as big as a as a ten gallon which is the smallest one you can get here. 
and uh, just put that thing in there, and like you say, piled up uh, pot, potting mix or uh, salt, potting soil around it, and uh, let her rip. Now I watered it, just like it was in that still in that pot. It was bare root by then, but you know, I was watering it like it was still in that bar, pot. About 35 to 38 years later, that tree is uh, 40 feet tall plus, and I've had to cut it back two or three times, growing in solid stone. Mm. So uh, <laughs> they seem to, uh, the smaller they are, the easier they put the roots out in the surrounding territory. Of course, the first the first issue is you got to have one of the well adapted trees. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Not everything will do that, but uh, the ones we're talking about will. Yeah, I think so. And so, uh, I, I like that small tree. Well, people say, <laughs> people say I'm I'm too old to plant a small tree. I want to plant a fast-growing tree. We call them trash trees rather than ones you've listed here. Uh, the the uh, uh, but when but if you're too old, if you're old, and you want to plant a tree that will live on past you. You how long you'll live, you plant one of these well-adapted trees so that your kinfolks won't be cussing you dead because of it. it the, the tree you planted grew up to be have it breaking branches and shedding leaves and everything else. So get a, a good shade tree. Now, uh, Neil Perry in his weekly newsletter had uh, had had a list of his best trees that he thought of, and he put pecan. He, he puts pecan on that, and he puts uh, Chinese pistache. Ah. and that's two that I was glad to see Calvin didn't put on there. That surprises me that he put Chinese pistache. Yeah, well. <laughs> He's up there with uh, Dr. George, and uh, I, I used to recommend when I did trees, recommended trees. We when we first put that on the market, Chinese pistachio. We I I planted one in my backyard. Now my ditch behind the house, green belt behind the house is full of seedling. Pistachios, and so uh, uh, I I don't recommend that tree anymore. Okay. They're looking. They're trying to get a uh, trying to get a seedless a seed one. Okay, <laughs> All <laughs> right. Calvin just scared away yeah. one of our people here. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. 
Bumper of this Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867, that's our number. Getting lots of people coming by and asking questions, though. People who listen to the show, so you don't have to come on the air. Uh, we'd love to have you on the air, but you don't have to. Uh, you can come by and ask. I think this person's asking about the blue bonnets. Uh, let me take a second to talk to you about deck and patio care by Barry Hagendorf. Barry Hagendorf is the man when it comes to staining and protecting and sealing your deck and or, uh, patio or, or uh, pebble stone driveway to making it look nice, to cleaning it, uh, and making it last a long, long time. Barry has been doing this since the mid-'80s, and deck and patio care is pretty much considered uh, the experts in San Antonio when it comes to this. Uh, go to the website, deckandpatiocare.com, and you can see the before and after picture so that when you hear Barry in this commercial say it really can look new again, you'll see. It really can look new again. It's uh, the picture, uh, you know, these are these are perfect examples of the jobs that he can do. So uh, go ahead and uh, give him a call, 210 210- or sorry, go to deckandpatiocare.com or call them at 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. And uh, learn about all the stuff that he can do for you at Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Deckandpatiocare.com is the website that you'll learn more about it, too. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Got James on the line? James, what's going on now, man? What can I do for you? All right, I need a I need a recommendation. I'm on Womack Nursery's site reading about the countries. I'm uh, over here southeast of Lytle. I got a, Sh- uh, a Cheyenne and a Choctaw, but my son's place over in Italia, he's got room left for maybe just one pecan tree. Two is going to be too tight, I think. If he can only plant one, what would y'all recommend? Desirable. What is turn to you? Desirable. Pecan, the one pecan tree. Plant. You can only plant one. Yeah. Yeah. We might plant two, but I think it's going to be too crowded when they get mature, considering what oh, we're doing. Oh, yeah. Build they're going to get big. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's got two acres, but we've planted a bunch of trees and, and we're leaving room. They're, they're fixing to start building their house. So I think he's only got room for one more big tree, and he wants a pecan because he's going to have a well drilled, a water well. So, it, but the. The thing is, out here where we live, I don't see any native pecans. We've got some of those black walnuts, but will a desirable pollinate itself to be productive enough? Yes. Uh, okay. Is it, did you say it was on sand? Yes, pure sand. Hmm. Oh, Jerry's humming. I'm just wondering if it's going to, I think it, it would pollinate itself. Uh, I mean, producing nuts, that's one of the advantages of desirable is that uh, it pretty well pollinates itself and it uh, it doesn't overproduce. So it's okay. a more constant producer uh, than, than a lot of other varieties that do. Rather than alter alternate production the, 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 the sand is the issue you're worried about. Yeah, uh, I'm just worried about uh, him getting being able to furnish a big tree enough water to let, allow it to have a crop. 
How about yeah, a Pawnee? That's... Would that be a, that's a smaller tree? Would a Pawnee be an easier one to support? Yeah, I guess you could use Pawnee. I don't know about the pollination of Pawnee. Yeah. I always okay, like it well, because it's... I think desirable is a pollinator for Pawnee. Yeah. Okay. I'll probably go with the desirable. He'll have water to, to give it plenty of water with as well. It's just um, the concern is only having one tree. So you think desirable would probably be the best bet. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks, James. Okay. Thanks for calling. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Was that man asking about blue bonnets or was he... Yeah, he was. He wanted to know where he could find blue bonnet seeds. <laughs> and we I, all do. And uh, I told him there uh, a few weeks ago there was a two or three packets in the in the nursery <laughs> here. But uh, yeah, the uh, then I, I tried I tried to refer him to the uh, to, to the plants that were transplants that, that were available out here. Yeah. They look that's, good. That's what he's going to have to use. And uh, like I said a while ago, we were talking to Trace, uh, seeing what he'd heard yeah. from the red, white, and blue transplants that'll, uh, that'll be coming in. And I think what the grower has done is uh, postpone it a week or two, preferably if they don't come in uh, this week, this coming week, then it'll be the following coming week, uh, definitely. And uh, they're in. Uh, quote is four, that? They're in four and a half. Should we write that down? That quote. <laughs> I think I think he's going to keep using it each week. Yeah. yeah now, when I said next familiar. week, I mean next week, not this week. Wasn't <laughs> next week? <laughs> no, I know they're having trouble. So. Well, they're not having trouble. They're growing a larger transplant since oh, they're okay. in four and a half inch containers. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, and uh, of course, we're we're the only ones that have the red, white, and blue. Blue bonnet seed. Now, Trace found some from this same producer that were grown from the same seed that I gave them of, of uh, blue. But I think there's only a few flats, and they've sold out of those. And uh, I think he found some uh, red maroons uh, a while back, but they were in two-and-a-half-inch small containers. Well, there's Look, some. There's some out here, you know. Well, Trey said he probably thinks they're gone. Hmm. People snatch snatch them up pretty fast. Yeah. No, I was. I uh, just just looked out there and there. Oh, you saw some? Yeah. Now, uh, well, it was at the beginning of the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, they looked good. They were, uh, <laughs> uh, there were peepots or four and a half. I actually think they may have been both. Oh, okay. I have to go look which they were, um, or if they were both. But there were two two areas that they okay. were. But they'll be getting a, a large supply of men. When there, was, there wasn't a huge number there, but yeah, I mean, there, yeah. there, was, there was. They'll be getting a large supply in, and we'll tell you which week it'll be. I guess Trace will know by tomorrow because he sent his weekly order. 
on Sunday, usually. Uh, we haven't said much about uh, the more Grande Hibiscus sale. Uh, we'll probably continue it tomorrow. Oh, good. And uh, it's uh, the uh, R&D Research and Development Group. Yeah. Uh, that's been working with me for for years now. Uh, uh, we we found we were learned that there were no sources of more grande hibiscus uh, around. I mean, we were almost ready to almost to the point of losing uh, the more grande hibiscus, which is the largest open face hibiscus in the world. Uh, definitely the largest one in the United States. Uh, and by largest, we're talking about the blooms are uh, 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 can be uh, 10 to 14 inches in diameter, which is a little bit larger than a dinner plate. Now, most you say, well, how, how does that compare to most hibiscus? Most hibiscus that you see described in, in catalogs and things, and the ones that we've been selling out here, uh, uh, Lord Baltimore and, um, let's see, Lord Baltimore was the red one that we saw earlier on this year. Uh, those blooms generally uh, go 8 to 10. So it's a considerable difference. Uh, Rob DeRocha has a, a save. Uh, Printed some flyers, flyers up that we uh, will have on display tomorrow with the uh, with the plants for sale, and uh, got a picture of Mr. Moore with it. Yay! And uh, I saw that. Uh, I took that picture, and the interesting thing about that picture is he's smiling. Now you said that was rare. Yeah, it was very rare for him <laughs> him to smile. And he didn't like for anybody but me to take his picture. Oh, okay. He, he was kind of camera shy. But there at the bo- at the bottom of this, it uh, it shows the more grande biscuits with a ruler on it. Oh yeah, to give you an idea. And I uh, the uh, I wrote up the I decided to write up the history of the thing uh when it started and and why it started and all that kind of stuff and i'm going i'm gonna put it it'll it'll either go on tonight or sometime next week because i sent it to the uh my webmaster for plantanswers.com sent it to him on uh thursday and uh the i've been working on it for about a week or ten days and the problem I was having is finding out when we took the first cuttings of the original plant from Mr. Moy, Dr. Moy. Uh, he liked to be called Mr. Moy, so I called him Mr. Moy all through the whole deal. <laughs> and uh, I got two leads on it. Uh, well, uh, Mr. Moy came to the... Botanical Garden, San Antonio Botanical Garden, in 1980. Hmm. And uh, Paul Cox wrote a wrote a little write-up 
when he was superintendent, acting superintendent in 1990, 1999 at the San Antonio Garden Center. And uh, so going back from that and also going back to the earliest pictures I could find, we found, we found, we real, we uh, realized that we took the first cuttings of more grande hibiscus in the 1990s, early 1990s, and uh, it tells the whole history of how it was uh, was uh, increased uh, during, for, from that time and spread all over the world. So um, I'll try to get that on uh, plantanswers.com so everybody can see it and read it and and uh, it's got a lot of pictures with it as well. Good. So uh, let's see. We've and Rob will be back tomorrow. Fertilization. I think so. The R and D team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we've covered everything. Uh, All right. And Larry and uh, oh, I didn't ask Calvin. Uh, you mentioned sweet peas in your. Uh, right up there. When 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 do you like to plant those? He said, obtain a seed packet from your favorite nursery, soak them in seeds overnight, soak the seeds overnight, and then plant them against a trellis. When do you do that? Planting uh, 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 sweet, sweet peas. peas. I'm sorry. Say yeah, we have, we when have, do you plant sweet peas? Maybe we, we can make it a teaser because we have uh, like 20 seconds left. Okay. All right. So we'll come back tomorrow to find out when Calvin recommends uh, <laughs> this planting of the sweet peas. We're going to say goodbye for today. I want to thank Al uh, back at the station for getting all the uh, calls on the air and helping us with the music. I want to thank you for listening. On behalf of Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch, I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you. You back here tomorrow.